Turn up the volume. We're crossing live to the sports desk. What's fresh? What's making waves? Let's find out. Let's find out thanks to Polaris. They have special offers at all of your local Polaris dealers around the country. Get a free roof, windscreen, rear panel and wiper kit and tow hitch valued at $5,000 on a Polaris Ranger 1000. Uh, stepping into the breach today as I am hosting for Daniel Hosting for Ian, I think there was Sam Ackerman involved there, is Robbie. Rob Dog? Or what do they call you on afternoons? Robinho. Yeah, I got, I got a bunch of different nicknames, uh, but I, but I am I am in today. It's sli- slightly confusing, um, but we're gonna we're gonna keep talking cricket. And I thought I'd, I'd a shock. I know that's for, it's ridiculous. I'll give you a horse racing sports desk or something. I'll work on it for next time. Uh, Black Cap Black Cap's injury update to start off with um, that we've received. Matt Henry will undergo an MRI scan in the next twenty four hours to a certain extent of the injury to his right hamstring after he came from the field after experiencing tightness during his sixth over and did not return. Although he did come on to bat, which I didn't actually watch. I don't know how pretty of a sight that was, uh, but I think he he was not out like none from nine or something. Uh, Jimmy Neesham was also struck on the wrist, but an X-ray has cleared him of any broken bones there. He also came up, uh, came out to bat, got a duck, didn't see much there. Uh, Lockie Ferguson scanned on his right. Achilles revealed no significant damage, and it is hoped he'll be available for Saturday's game against Pakistan and Bengaluru. Uh, Mark Chapman still got a calf niggle, and uh, Kane Williamson with the thumb. They weren't considered against South Africa. They're also going to be assessed uh, in Bengaluru ahead of Saturday's penultimate round robin match. So, yeah, big, big match uh, big match coming up, Louis, against Pakistan. Robbie... Smithy suggested forcing Williamson into the side without dropping Will Young, um, which would mean you'd go Young, Conway, help me out here, Robbie, Williamson. Well, I think I don't know if they're going to do it, but I think realistically you keep Ravindra at three and bat Williamson at four as your anchor role. I think you have Mitchell, Latham, intertwine, pro- probably Latham 5, Mitchell 6. Phillips then goes to 7. Santner plays the all-rounder at 8. And then you have your three bowlers, which is in no particular order going to be Bolt, Southey, Ferguson, if they're all fit. Maybe Ferguson slash Sodi if they bring him in. So we've got to ourselves into a position where Tim Southey has to play the remainder of the tournament, which is fine. Yep. Um, Kyle Jamieson, potentially, I don't know if we've had that confirmed, but potentially en route. I feel bad for Kyle Jamieson because he, he got sent back to New Zealand. Uh, he bowled superbly, by the way. He picked up a forfeit. He, he, batted, he scored 44 for Canterbury. Then he went one for 44 and four for 43 in the two innings in Christchurch. Um just this weekend gone. So if he's having to jump back on a plane, you hope at least he's turning left because he's a big man and that's a lot of flight hours. So you hope he's yeah, getting he's all um, over the place. Yeah, yeah. So, so do you agree with the sentiment of Smithy that you just drop a Jimmy Neesham or a Mark Chapman out to have young Conway, Williamson, Ravindra, Mitchell, Latham, Phillips, Santner, Ferguson, Sodi, Southey Bolt? I think so. Um yeah, I, th- I think I agree, and it's it's unfortunate because we're we're in a position where you know no no one like everyone that we're bringing in to our team, you know, Nisham wasn't playing. We brought him in. We saw that he can 
possess that finishing quality down the order that we were kind of lacking. Chapman batting seven in ODIs doesn't make any sense to me. He should be up the order because he's not a finisher. But then we have the issue of we have so many top order players that we just have to bat some of them in the middle order. You know, like you know, you're not you're not putting. We we had the same issue with Ravindra. We played him at seven. He. He didn't do anything because he's not a he's not a finisher, you know. And the Plunkett Shield and ODI for Wellington and the domestic cricket, he's batting okay. up the order and he's doing well. We finally play him there. He scores some runs. Shock. Okay. Well, here's one for you, and this is going to sound like sacrilege because I absolutely love this guy and I love what he's done for the Black Caps. I think he's so consistent, and I'm not saying that I would do this. <laughs> is that enough prefixes? But. When Kane Williamson returns as skipper, and knowing that Devin Conway can take the gloves in white ball cricket, as he does for Chennai, and he has done for the Black Caps from time to time, is Tom Latham's run of form, does that make him vulnerable when you're trying to figure out the middle order in particular? Yeah. Don't mind it. It it definitely makes them vulnerable. I agree. Um, Only potential concern I can think of is they don't tend to like having a keeper opening the batting just for, you know, stress. Um, Yeah, and just, yeah, being being tired really. But, you know, people do it. Quinton de Kock's been keeping. He scored 100. can I read you some quotes then? Because this is a perfect segue. Because when it gets this desperate in a World Cup, this is when you need to dig in. Can I read you some quotes from your favourite cricketer, Marcus Stoinis, and Adam Zampa? <laughs> yes, yes, my, my favourite two cricketers. Go on. So Australia, right, they were under the pump to start this tournament. They were 0-2, and they were about 120 for zip against Sri Lanka. Remember this? Do you recall this? I do, and I think anyone that wrote off Australia is ridiculous. Yeah, absolutely. You're just asking for trouble. They are zombies. They are zombies when you hear things like this. Um... Adam Zampa told the Grade Cricketer podcast, a podcast that is just fantastic, and they do a daily World Cup review, and it is hilarity. He told them that Stoin was the best when they were 120 for zip against Sri Lanka and staring down the barrel. He came up to me and could see I was in pain, says Zampa. And I think he had a bit of a niggle, and he was like himself, and he was like, mate, let's just have a crack, hey? Let's just have an effing go. Who cares if you do your back even worse than I do my hamstring? Rip it off the bone. We're going to go effing home. Losers anyway, if we don't have a crack. So let's go. Marcus yeah. Stoinis just says, take the gloves, Devin Conway, score tons, let's run through a wall, let's effing go. Um, that, that, that mongrel Australian spirit is something that, I'm, I'm not too jealous of Australia in general. You know, they've got nice race courses, they've got nice race tracks, they've got nice race horses, they've got a good cricket team. I'm not usually jealous of Australia, but sometimes that brutal mentality of just do it, let's just scrap hard, is something that they have that we don't often have in all of our codes, and it is, it's hard to replicate, but he makes a point. It's a World Cup. That, like, Do you love your country or not? So I think sacrifices are needed across the board. I'm not saying that, that is the right sacrifice, Devin Conway to, to keep and Tom Latham gets dropped, because I don't think Tom Latham's run of form is that concerning. It's just a log jam in the middle, as you make the point, and you might have to sacrifice someone eventually. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and yeah, no, you make you make a good point. Um, I don't know if we necessarily necessarily have um, that. 
kind of mentality that the that the Aussies are clearly showing. Um, something we're definitely working on, I suppose. But but yeah, I think and for that reason, I think you know, if, obviously, if if Devin Conway is told, you know, Tom Latham's not playing, we need you to keep. He's not going to say, "Oh, but I'm opening." You know, like I, I might be a bit tired. Obviously, he's he's going to do it. So, you know, the yeah, deci- decisions at, um, behind the scenes will be made, and we're going to back them. And fingers crossed. You know, yeah. Obviously, Pakistan. I think yeah. Given net run rate, given uh, the teams that they have to come across, it's not exactly a must win, but basically it is for momentum. And obviously, if we lose that, then Sri Lanka is an absolute must win after that. It's it's pretty dire if you lose this game against Pakistan because then you, you're asking for luck and re- run rates and weather and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Just it becomes be- out of our hands, essentially. Uh, it's, you know, Australia, it's just a wonderful place. You know, the only country in the world that could have hired Eddie Jones and fired him within 11 months. And, you know, just wonderful scenes. Uh, Robbie Deans, Dingo Deans. Yeah, not keen on a Wallaby's return. No shit. You know, like Robbie Deans has been around the block. He knows an absolute uh, crapshoot when he sees one. Uh, I just thought that was the best story today. Anyway, the Australian mentality. It's great, and then it, sometimes it makes you wonder. Uh, some of those Australian athletes, though, they, they really are just they're different gravy when it comes to that mentality. Just fight, fight, fight. Staying with the Aussies, I've got a bit of audio here that I want to play you, Robbie, uh, on the Polaris Sports Desk from Marnus Labashane. Do you remember Bazball? Robert, uh, I do. I do somewhat recall the phenomenon. Ha- have you ever heard the term "read a dictionary," Robbie? I think I know where you're going with this. Um, yeah, I, I've heard it. Go on. Educate yourself, Robbie. Read a dictionary. I will. Read a Collins dictionary. Read the 2023 version of the Collins dictionary, and when you get to B A Z, you will find the term "baseball." Thank you, Andrew Miller from uh, ESPN Crick Info UK for coining this phrase that has now plagued society to the point that it's in the Collins Dictionary. Marnus Labashane, Punisher of Note, what does he have to say? What do you make of um, baseball getting included in the, in the dictionary? I don't know if you saw that. <laughs> no, I didn't. What, what was it? What happened? Uh, they, like Collins Dictionary added baseball into there. So when you go to the dictionary, you'll see baseball in there is that surprising oh man that is that is garbage <laughs> I don't know what that is honestly I have no idea what you're talking about <laughs> oh, don't, don't pretend like you don't know all about the Collins Dictionary Manus although you could probably use use a, a bit of time with the Collins Dictionary but um, of course you know what Bazball is and, and the fact that it's ended in the Collins Dictionary is both sick and twisted and also hilarious that it's just tormenting and following the Australians around yeah, no, I, I agree. I uh, couldn't put a bit of myself. I'd say hilarious and garbage. I agree with um with both of them. <laughs> I thought just hear, hearing from Bez, look, just love how he absolutely absolutely hates it, but it's just it's something that he lives with now. <laughs> That's the thing about Bez. Bez is like actually really understated, but you've got this idea of Bez in your head that he's like this flamboyant dance down the wicket, you know, scooping Sean Tate at a hundred thousand miles per hour. And you got this idea about him. He's actually super understated and hates that stuff. He just wants to punt and drink beer. Um, so, of course, he hates it. Um, text here, if we can't beat Sri Lanka and Pakistan, do we really deserve to be there? No, Sean, and we won't be. So, yes, you, you, you're absolutely correct because that's how tournaments work. I don't think Devin Conway's keeping with spin is good enough to give him the gloves because you're not going to get many chances against big players. Absolutely, Chris. Uh, 
and again, I'll re-emphasize, I'm not saying that we should drop Tom Latham. I'm just saying that they're going to have to figure out how to make this lineup work and give themselves the best chance because, as Sean points out, we've got two games that we have to win, one in particular. Robbie, anything else on the Polaris Sports Desk? Uh, a, f- a final thing on the Polaris Sports Desk was actually I've, I've just I've gone through and and looked at all of our games so far and all of South Africa's games so far, notably, and it's just continuing on that point of I I don't really understand why we bowled first. It just it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me. And you know they they say they they say they wanted to go with the conditions. I, I, I somewhat get it, but basically going, going through South Africa's games specifically, very interesting to me. They have batted first in all but two. One of them chasing, they chased the Netherlands 245 for eight and got bowled out for 207. That is against the Netherlands, who haven't been horrible this tournament, but obviously much more of a well, minnows side. Yes, of course. The, the minnows of England down the bottom of the table. And then the second time, they chased Pakistan down, and they won that game, but only by one wicket. Other than that, obviously 357 for four against us, 382 for five batting first against Bangladesh, 399 for seven batting first against England, 311 for seven batting first against Australia, and then absolutely ridiculous, 428 for five batting first against Sri Lanka. We we, we won the toss and we basically said, do what you want to do. Um, Yeah, I don't don't really understand it. And um, we... We actually uh, we, we have a bit of audio on um, Glenn Phillips and Daryl Mitchell. Um, Glenn Phillips first on the decision to bowl first. At the end of the day, we chose to do the toss what we thought was best on this pitch um, with the information that's been given, um, and that's what we go by every game. Um, obviously, South Africa are incredibly strong batting first, but we've got an incredibly good bowling lineup, and there was no reason that we couldn't have restricted them to a total that could have been a lot easier to chase on there. Um, playing on at the end, I definitely thought it, it got better as well. Um, so I think had things gone slightly differently, we we could definitely have come a lot closer than we did today. Classic answer from Glenn there. Um, yeah, they, they it was it was specific to the pitch. They weren't exactly sure how it was going to play. Um, but yeah, to, Tom made that call. We'll see what Daryl Mitchell had to say on that as well. Look, there's a number of things I guess come into place when you're trying to decide what you want to do. Um, it's probably above my my paycheck in terms of uh, making those decisions. But um, yeah, for us in the group, I'm sure the, the leadership group and stuff are uh, looking at all the numbers, looking at the way we want the style that we want to play cricket as well, and, and making sure we make the right decision. It obviously always doesn't come off the way you want it to, but it's, it's not going to change how we play as black caps. So yeah, Darren Mitchell basically saying that uh, I, I don't, don't I, know, yeah, you're I asking the wrong person. Exactly, Darren Mitchell don't think sounds he, like uh, me. Yeah, basically, I don't think he had too much um, too much call in that decision. But yeah, it was uh, it was pitch it was pitch based apparently based on the based on the venue where they were. They didn't really know what was going to be happening. And uh, Jeez, speaking of, looked like speak, looked like a pretty. Pretty good pitch to me. Yeah, well, hundred miles away, but yeah, obviously they they saw something we didn't, um, and it it didn't work for them. Obviously there were, there were some other factors as well. You know, dro- dropped catches, things didn't things didn't really go to plan. Um, but yeah, and hopefully things do go to plan. Obviously, Pakistan versus Sri Lanka. I just want to see that we learned from that. That's basically all I'm asking. 
You're not asking for a lot, Robbie. Appreciate that. Very, very good addition to the sports test there. You've nailed it. It was all cricket-based, but I appreciate that. I hope that on Wednesday, the 8th of November, a.k.a. next Wednesday, uh, that the England-Netherlands game is a shootout to see who finishes last. That is what I want. I want that to be the wooden spoon bowl, and I want England to lose. And I want you to tell me that England play Australia this Saturday while we play Pakistan, all right? England play Australia. Who do you want to lose more in that game? Would you like to see the pile on England? No. Or do you want to see England just put pop Australia's tyre a little bit? I, want, I mean, Yeah, I, I want, considering everyone is saying how bad England are, I want England to absolutely obliterate Australia. I think that would be hilarious. And then just... Mass question marks over the tournament, apart, everyone apart from India. And then the other part to that is, when do we take South Africa seriously? Like, 2040? Yeah, well, that, yeah 20, well, that's another big 36? thing. Because before we played South Africa last night, I was saying I wanted the table to stay exactly the same as it was, basically having India versus Australia, I think it would have been, first versus fourth semi-final. They can, one of them can knock the other one out. Then we play South Africa. But now South Africa look even more dangerous. So I, I'm back to square one. We're just, we'll see who we play and hopefully beat them. Just get the parachute ready. Because we're we are we're we're just teetering. We we don't know whether we're going to jump ship off this panic uh, tower, the station, or whether we're going to climb in and hit that big red button. Double eight, double three. <laughs> just how garbage is the Collins Dictionary? They named AI as a word of the year. Apart from not being a word, I guess we hear it a lot these days. Yeah, isn't that an acronym? AI, artificial intelligence, the word of the year. Okay, Collins, whoever you are, grow up. 25 minutes past 11.